Hello and welcome to episode 22 of the Press Start Podcast. My name's Shane. Um, we've got an unbelievable episode with, for you tonight. Uh, an episode we've been unbelievably excited about doing for months and months and months. I'm sure you've got that from previous episodes. And it is all about Starfield. It's our first impressions. Um, we've spent a lot of time with it. You will probably already be aware we had a week off. And for that, you can blame my co-host, Ash, who is here tonight with me. So, Ash, why did we have the week off last week? Do you want to explain to our listeners why we didn't record last week? Um, I can't fully remember, to be honest. You put me on <laughs> the spot remember. here now. Okay, yeah. I will I Okay, will yeah, please do it with me. Record last week. So, uh, don't even try denying this. So we didn't record last week because me and Ash t- took the decision on Thursday that we was going to pay the £32, I think it were, to get the five days early access, which meant at 1am on Friday morning we could play Starfield. I know where we're at now. And Ash wanted to go to bed early so he could get back up at 1am and play Starfield. Didn't you, Ash? I did, yes, which... <laughs> I know, I know. We got a, we got a comment from Sam, our regular listener. <laughs> we did. It was, it was quite comical, actually. Uh, obviously, we'd we'd initially sort of obviously planned for Friday, and as we always do for the episodes to go live, and we did put out that we were going to push it back and we'd try and get one out for Sunday. Um, yes. You know, we thought you know we'll play it Friday, play it Saturday, we'll have a bit of a catch up Saturday night, and then we'll go live Sunday. Sunday morning, I wake up with a high. Where's the podcast <laughs> from Sam? Yeah. Uh, and in all honesty, which he, he understood, and I think a lot of people will understand, we've just got lost in Starfield, haven't we? Like we have, and, and, and completely. I can't blame that entirely on you. No, only only the Thursday night, only missing last week's. Can I blame on you? But we were meant to do it at the weekend, and that I am at fault as well. In fact, uh, you've done a little bit more work on press start this week than I have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And that is it's not fully down at Starfield. I have been I've had a very busy week, but it is the evenings especially has definitely been down at Starfield because we literally I mean, I've done I think forty hours now. What have you done? I think I'm not far off thirty now. I think I'm about one day six hours, so it is about that, about thirty hours I'm at. So yeah, we we and we're not gonna apologize for that. We're not gonna apologize that we've got lost in Starfield. Because if you've, if you've played it now, it is out for everybody on Game Pass. I'm sure you feel the exact same, that it is a world that is epically brilliant. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's just, we have, like I say, we've just got lost in it. It's been from the very get-go. Obviously, we are going to go through the game to an extent. Obviously, we're only, like we, we've already said, even at 13, 40 hours, we're only scratching the surface of just how Definitely. much is there. We are going to discuss a few of the missions, not to the in-depth point that it's going to spoil anything massively, but we are going to obviously no, discuss and it a few won't be points. Beyond the first couple, no, exactly. Because We're we, just going to the thing. The thing is, we can't really because we we, we are discussing Starfield on the, on a regular basis, aren't we? Online, yeah. we're online together every night in a party, and we are being very careful what we say to each other because me and you already, even though we are thirty and forty hours in. We've had very different games, haven't we? We've played very different games in terms yeah, of what we've, we've, we've done. Yeah, we've gone down very different each routes. Each other has done. Um, yeah, you know, so we not to spoil it for each other. Yeah, I mean, we, we went into 
um, obviously the Friday night and then into like Friday, uh, no, sorry, Friday morning and then into Friday evening. And I ended up in one of the places, one of the locations in the game Friday. So I'd only been five, six hours in. I was there, I was doing, and it wasn't until Sunday afternoon that you said, oh, I've done this. And it's like, you've, you've just got there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because, it's... I, well, I mean, it, it all stems from the first mission in it. The first mission we can discuss. So it, it stems from when you first meet Sarah uh, uh, and, and the other members of Constellation. And then yeah. you come out of there and she takes you to introduce you uh, to a... Um, I don't know what he is now. I can't remember what he, he's not a captain. He might be a captain. I don't know. But he texts you to see a friend about the UC Vanguard. And while you're having that discussion, he then mentions signing up um, to the UC Vanguard. Yeah. And so that's something that I did. Um, I didn't do it there and then. I went off and did the rest of the Constellation mission, which I think you did. Um, and then you had, for some reason, you'd come back earlier than I had. I think I'd got sidetracked doing whatever. And you spotted the estate agents, didn't you? Yes. And you, and I didn't, I didn't know where that was in New Atlantis. So when I landed back at New Atlantis after doing the mission, I asked you, oh, where's this estate agents? And you directed me. And you'd said that she mentioned looking at the properties and you declined it at that moment in time. But that piqued my interest to go to this real estate agent and I wanted to see the property. Yeah. Um, albeit you don't get to see them, they describe it. But then, so I said, yes, I want to buy one during this conversation, to which she then says, you're not a citizen, so you can't buy property. So I was like, oh, well, how do I become a citizen? And I then remembered that during that conversation with the, the guy at the UC Vanguard, if you are a member of them, you can earn citizenship. So I went down that route and went off and did the Vanguard missions, uh, which I know you did the, the first one, didn't you? Yes. Um, yeah. With the, with the Terramorph, um, but that you stopped at that point. Yeah, so um, I sort of went down. I, I did to that point. I did the mission, which um, the Terramorph was quite the experience. Um, I really wish I'd have recorded it, to be honest, because... <laughs> I'm not going to really spoil everything regarding the mission because you know it's it is quite a an exciting mission. Let's say that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. There was just an element of at one point I knew it was coming, and I'm I'm hiding at the top of this light staircase, and through the railings of the staircase I see this terramorph's head pop up, and it's running up towards my level, and. <laughs> If I'd have been streaming it and I'd have captured my voice, the footage and everything, it would have been a sort of comical moment because it was I properly freaked out. Like it was the first time I'd run into something <laughs> like this, and it, it properly, <laughs> properly freaked me out. So we finished that. Um, then, like you Thankfully, say, I was in the party. Yes, you were. It was, it was Saturday in the middle of the day, so I'm glad I was. <laughs> I was glad it was light at that point. But yeah, it. It went down this route of, I'd finished that mission, it was like, you know, now we're going on to the next branch of that, and it was just like, I kind of want to just explore a bit now. And then I yeah. ended up in Aquila, which is obviously another big sort of city yeah. there. And, and you went down the Constellation route for a while, yes. didn't you? You ended up doing the, the, the follow-on missions to that first one, which I still have not done. So a week in, 
I went three days ago, actually three nights ago, I went to continue those missions concerning Barrett. Yeah. Um, who everybody will know because you swap places with him at the very beginning. And I still haven't done it. Three nights I've been trying to go and do that mission. And the first night I got a distress call of somebody and I ended up going to help them out. I won't say no more regarding that. And then last night it was outposts. I ended up setting up outposts um, to extract and, and mine certain minerals that I need for what I'm doing. Um, and the third, I don't know what happened the third night. I, I, I don't know. I think <laughs> so, this is the thing. I still it's... haven't done them a week yeah. It's I, I've been sort of very sort of aware of the fact that I'm getting sort of three or four days in a row now where I do a mission or two and then I'm back to, you know, building an outpost or customizing my ship or just taking in the world around us. You know, there's there's a lot of cities, a lot of planets, a lot of solar systems to explore. And, you know, with, with every day that we're playing, we're, we're unlocking more stuff. We're finding more stuff to do. You know, we've over the last couple of days, we've both started getting into the whole outpost thing. And Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's just, it's and crazy. And we staff members yeah. operating our, our outpost, haven't we? Because that's something that we tried exploring the outpost. We kind of set one up, a bit of a dummy one up, didn't we? And we did it on the Jeminson planet where New Atlantis is located. But it kind of wasn't doing anything, was it? They, they were extracting minerals, but it were the very basics. Then we met somebody who can manage them, and we that that night we both ended up, oh, I'm going to go explore that a little bit more yeah. tonight and do this. So, But I think that's the one thing I absolutely love about it is the depth of it, not just... Not just the storylines and the missions, because, I mean, they are massively in-depth and there's so much, but the characters, you know, learning about... You know, I remember Vasco... Again, this is not a spoiler, but it, it, one thing I, I would always advise, and, and, I, and I'm actually going to give some top tips at the end of this episode, so stay tuned for that, but, you know, learning about them and the backgrounds and things like that, and it opens up new kind of dialogue with them. Yes, um, yeah, there's a lot of to that. flirt with them, become friends. And like Vasco, I found it really interesting to learn that he came from his name. He was named after a, port, a famous Portuguese traveler called Vasco da Gama, um, which for anybody who doesn't know, like, hence one of the cities in Brazil were called that. Uh, and you learn all that just by speaking to him. But it's not something that's prompted. After you've had your main dialogue with Vasco when you first meet him, you have to physically click on him and ask him further questions. Yeah. And I just love the depth of it. And going back to what you started mentioning is the areas, the cities, the settlements. Aquila City, you have absolutely fallen in love with, haven't you? Yeah, because, like, New Atlantis is the one that you see, you know, in the, in the original Starfield Direct and everything we saw. New Atlantis, it's what you, you'd picture as a space city, wouldn't you, really? It's, it's very yeah, yeah, futuristic. Yeah. It's very clean. It's modern. It's, you know, it's, it's a really nice place. Aquila's a little bit more of like uh almost like a ranchy wooden fortress type city, isn't it? Like a western type yeah. city, isn't it? And yeah. Um there's basically that the story of the Aquila is that there's a thing, there's like a monster or an, an alien that lives outside called I think it's called the Ashtar. And they're like these little mini sort of dinosaury sort of things. They're not really hard to beat or anything, but Basically, the city protects itself from them. 
So yes, it's it's an enclosed. Yeah, it's an enclosed city. It's a fortress. It's you know it's well protected. So you're safe in there. But you know things do come up where you have to venture out, and you know there's a threat of all that. Now, after doing the Terramorph thing, I didn't know what Ashtas were. So my first mission where it is, we're going to venture out. I just thought I was going to run into waves of things like the Terramorph. I was absolutely bricking it, but you know they're they're not they're not something that's a major concern. But yeah, it's I think it's just there's just so much going on in Aquila. Like obviously New Atlantis is massive, and I also like in New Atlantis you've got the well, haven't you? Which is like your, yeah, 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 your underground city. It's a little which bit more where I currently live. Yeah, um, which... bad investment. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, thirty grand, not well spent. But it's um, yeah. It's I think like you know, like we said, you know, the the first three or four hours that we spent on it at launch on the Friday morning, we we just did a couple of missions. We got into it. We had a look around. Mm. Um, I'm looking forward to your your story of how we closed that initial few hours of launch. Oh. Oh, however you're gonna make me relive this yes um however you know we did part of our friday night was just spent exploring wasn't it because it was just, yeah, yeah. just yeah so much there you know you've got this the nat which is like the the network rail type thing and yeah, you can travel between place. you know four different districts in new atlantis and there's all sorts of different things different shops different outlets different uh, apartments and all this sort of thing at every single one, yeah. you know. Um... And 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 Aquila City is even more different to that. There is shops in you know, mentioning like Midtown Minerals that you yes. don't get in Aquila, you know. So each city, it's not like it's the same dynamic where it's all the same shops and the same sort of people and missions. It is very very different, isn't it? Yeah, and like with um, Aquila. You've got, again, kind of how New Atlantis is. You've got your main city, but then you've got, like, it's called, I think it's called the stretch, isn't it? Which is like the slums, the, yes. you know, everybody's yes. living in tents and that. But some of those people have other missions, which I've ended up, I've done an absolute load in Aquila. Like I said to you, didn't I? I don't think I've been back to New Atlantis in two or three days because yeah, yeah. I'm just finding more and more stuff to do in Aquila. And, I've not. I don't think I've even been to Neon yet, which is another city on another planet that people are raving about because it's almost got a look of like a cyberpunk. It's very neon. Well, obviously, the city's yeah, called I Neon, but it's very well but lit. I've been to another called Nera. Yeah, see, I've not been there. Which it's not a huge settled kind of city. It is settled, but it's not like a proper city. But that's the place where. So I continued down the Terramorph route. Yeah, and that's the one I were on about the other night. That I like, I I've progressed too far. That I'm not a good enough level to be there. Like the rain was corrosive, and I were getting hurt by the rain. You couldn't step in any water. Um, sort of the the monsters, if you like, that I were fighting were like level thirty eight and forty, and I were just like, oh my god, it, it was just a nightmare. So I won't be going back there in a hurry, and I don't I think, think you'll enjoy being there. Yeah, I think this is the thing. I mean, it's 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 well known across the podcast now. That obviously, I don't like horror, and this game at points does push that boundary quite a bit. Yeah. Um, but I just think I think I think it's testament to the game that 
it doesn't put you off the no. game like so many others do. I think that is proper testament to Starfield. Yeah, I think it's just, I like it because, you know, I mean, I said to you, didn't I? I'm at a point now where I think I've, the, the amount of missions you have outstanding and different activities and side mm. quests is crazy. But I think almost every single one of the missions I've got now sounds like I'm going to be going into a cave or into a dark hole or something yeah. where it's like, oh, I don't want to do this. But I've got to, to obviously progress. But missions aside, you can easily spend hours and hours and hours just customizing stuff, buying stuff, selling stuff, finding stuff. I mean, last night I was playing it and I was looking for, there's a mission where I've got to go and find this woman. It's like a, there's three different parts of the mission. And one of them is I've got to go and find the woman. Now, I landed on this planet, and it says I've got to find her, but it doesn't really give you any more than that. It's not really, you know, like where you get like your blue um, diamond yeah, yeah. thing. So I don't know where I'm going, but it landed me right next to this big spaceport thing, and there was like a ship in the middle of it, and there was like four space huts that were built way up in the rafters on like, you know, at the top of lifts. So yep. I walked over and straight away I saw that there were spaces there. So it was, you know, it's obviously an enemy thing. So I spent a good 20 minutes clearing it out because there was a lot of them. And there was, you know, they were up in each of the four huts. And, you know, the four huts were linked by bridges and everything. So I clear it all out. Find I probably spend another half an hour just looting the place because there was loads. Then I yep. go and find a storage container that's locked behind a master lock, which I, I'm not a high enough level to do that yet. The guy who's following me, because you do, you get followers, you, people that will sort of, you know, accompany you, weren't they, on the I'm missions. Funny, yeah. So he said, which immediately made me think, this is worth trying to get into. He said, wow, that looks like there might be some loot in there. So then I literally ransacked the place top to bottom, left to right, end up in this like very very top office and i find a card which allows me to or i think it was a computer hub that then allowed me to open yeah. this thing i found a load of weapons a load of uh, ammo couple of like cred sticks which is where you get your credits you can pick up like big chunks of credits and i also found this um stolen artwork which is a contraband now obviously mm -hmm. the contraband says it's something like 15 and a half thousand credits worth I got to sell it for two grand, but I got caught on the way back in because you do get scanned for contraband as you enter, you know, like the big civilizations. Um, yes. So, yeah, I got fined. Unless, but, but, you, but you can get away with that. Yes. If you have a specific cargo hold on your ship that hides it from those scanners. Yeah, and it's you can also you can also get but, skills and certain things that are like, um, like a, a jammer, like a scanner jammer. So that when yeah. you're coming in, it doesn't detect them. But the thing I found weird was I did get stopped and the authority sort of said, you know, don't go any further. We're going to guide you in. We've found contraband. We're going to remove that and, you know, fine you. But then when I landed, the contraband was still in my safe. So I took it and I went and sold it for two grand. But I thought they took it off you. Maybe they meant to, but for this one in particular, they didn't. But um, Right. Yeah, you know, it's it's. I've said it to my mates, like, obviously we've played it early, but to my mates who have sort of got it in the last couple of days, I was like, one big thing of advice is definitely 
loot everything everywhere. Look in every yes. drawer, yes. every cupboard. Yeah, do it. Well, Go I it. know particularly I got one um and and it and it's it, the very start of the game. It's actually from the the first constellation mission that's titled The Old Neighborhood. Now, I think it's the last part of that mission, The Old Neighborhood. The place you go to there, if you loot it all, and you find, um, I think they call them notes. I know it goes into your notes section of your inventory, but it's the it's the little like cassette player type yeah. things that you pick up, and you either read them or it, it's like an audio file that you know plays it back to you. And in there, if you loot it properly, you should find one that is called Secret Outpost. Now. That, for whatever reason, it doesn't trigger. It doesn't let you read it, and it doesn't play anything back to you. It just puts it in your inventory. Now, if you go into your inventory and find that one that's titled Secret Outpost, and then you you know, you know click on it, you press A on it, uh, it adds a mission to which you can get a legendary ship and a legendary outfit um, known as the Mantis. And you didn't get that, did you? I had it in my inventory, and you didn't. So it's obvious, you know, it's easy to miss. Even yeah, if but you this do is loot this everything. is the interesting thing that I've noticed today that I this spaceport that I raided yesterday, I found that note there. So I don't think it's a case of if you miss it in one mission, that's it forever. No, at least not yeah, on everything. No, it definitely not because. Um, We'll go into the story shortly, but I had to restart the game after three and a half hours of play. And the first time I did it, I picked up the mission of go, you know, visit London. Yeah. Um, the um, what was the mission? Visit the London trademark. London, wasn't it? On Not Earth. trademark yeah. landmarks. Yeah. So then, when I had to restart, and I did the exact same thing, and I looted everything again, I knew exactly what shelf and that I'd got it from. It weren't there. So, yes, I, th I do think things move, and I do think they come. But looking around TikTok and that, it is in the same place for everybody on that mission. So if yeah. you want it that early, you can get it that early. Now, it's difficult, because you, you, you were messaging me and asking me about that this morning, about a room full of turrets. So is it basically four or five turrets on a ceiling as you're walking down this metal gate? Yeah, so... You work your way through, there's multiple rooms in there with a few sort of... Again, I don't really want to go into too much detail to spoil it for others, but basically I got to a point where you had to open this metal gate and the room is just like a corridor with a load of squares on the floor. And there yes, was like five right or six one. turrets. So, yeah, which... At the very end of that corridor. Yeah, I'd ran out of ammo yes. and yes, I couldn't... Sam, which is one of the companions, he ran in, got down, so then I had to run in... Yes get him up, and then run back out, and we've just had to leave it for now. I'm going to have to go back, but I'm hoping... Yeah, that's the right one. I'm hoping that if I go back, whether it's tomorrow or in six days' time, it's not full of enemies again. I'm hoping I'll I've cleared it. I'll give you a tip for that one as well. Like, you are never going to beat those turrets in one go. So even if you've got enough grenades and weapons, you're going to get hurt by them. You, you can't kind of not get hurt at some that, point that was my that problem i was having i was running so low I on do, aid in the run end back through a couple of rooms there's a bed when you get low health just lay down on the bed and then go back and just right keep okay that. 
because then you get your health back fully. All you have to do is sleep for an hour. You get your your life back to full and then go have another bash and off you go again. Yeah. And just keep doing that. That's how I beat them. But yeah, so going back, I mean, let, let's rewind, obviously, with We know how in-depth it is. Now, one thing I thought were brilliantly in-depth, but not too much that it hurt, when we first came on the character building. I, I really um, liked the character building. I think it was it I was in-depth enough that you could really sort of, you know, there's you could customise the little features, you know, the, the wrinkles on the face, the scars. Obviously, yeah. a lot of games do that now, but it was there was a lot of variety. You could easily, and I've seen some great um, and the on Twitter. Yeah, you know, people have spent hours creating, you know, famous people, celebrities and everything, and some of them look fantastic. So well, the somebody did Todd Howard as well, didn't they? Yes, and, you know, there is, um, I don't know his game he, uh, name, he's... He's from, uh, is it Better Call Sal or something like that? The bold guy, the older bloke. Yes, yes. He's one of them. He's in there. People have been creating people like David Bowie, uh, Buzz Lightyear, like you say, Todd Howard and all people like that. So It's really good. Yeah, it? people are spending a lot of time on it. we spent extensive time, didn't we? We didn't yeah. rush it. We no, spent a good half hour and, or so and, at least. It, right. And, and if people didn't rush it, uh, uh, sorry, did rush it, um, and they kind of regret that decision a little bit later on because they got a bit too excited. And that you can change it. There are shops yeah. called Enhance in the cities that you can change it. So then, so then we did all that. Now I would be interested to know uh, from our listeners what traits um, and you know what background and what traits did you choose? So I chose the Ronin background with the stealth and the lock picking and things I, like that was me. I felt that were a bit of me. What did you go? I you went, went with the soldier, so it was a little bit more arms heavy, fitness, uh, you know, so I could run more, I could carry more, and I had more knowledge of or more impact with the rifles because I thought, you know, yeah. I'd rather be ready for that side of things. But um, one thing we but chose we went... not to do was yes. the traits, which... So we looked through them, didn't we? And there was... Po- Every trait has a positive and a negative. Yeah. So, obviously, for people out there, so we'll give you two examples. There's one about the parents, isn't there? Yes. And if you decide to send some of your money home to your parents, the positive is your parents are still alive. So I'm assuming for people who don't use that trait, they're not alive. Yeah, the I negative think it sounds like spending it. spending money. That, yeah, that's what I would presume. Then the other one that we were really interested in was you get a dream apartment from the get-go, but the negative is you're paying a mortgage on it. I don't regret So we started with no traits, didn't we? We started with yes. none at all. Both of us took that decision and we went together with nothing at all. Now, you said the other night you kind of regret and you, want, you would have liked to have taken that dream apartment. Now, obviously, yeah. the negative is... Money, the money, which I know th- you've kind of struggled earning, which I haven't at this point. Do you still regret it? I think, yeah, I think I, I do and I don't. I think there could have been that hindrance of if it's, I don't know, I don't know how much they charge you. Say if it was 600 credits a day, well, I think they said 125k was the house, one yeah. So, yes, the traits potentially open up different avenues of the game that we potentially won't see you know and obviously whichever ones you choose that's going to do that so 
everybody who doesn't choose the parents thing, you're not going to have your parents in the game potentially. But I just feel like maybe it could have opened a couple of other branches of, you know, even if you're not focusing on the yeah. missions and the campaign, you'd have the house. Could you customize the house? You know, could you go there and, you know, do all different activities there and so on? But then, like we said, you've got that negative. Is it going to charge us crazy money? You know, are we going to yes. start? Is it going to be a thing of if I don't do the missions to keep the money rolling in, I'm mm -hmm. in big trouble here. You know, and there, there was a lot. I mean, I can't remember the majority of them now, but we looked, we definitely looked at the house one and the parents, you know, is there perks yes. to having your parents around? And, you know, there, there probably was. So, but... so for anybody listening, I'd love to know if anybody is listening and and, and use that trait of the, of the you know, the, the modern dream apartment. How yeah. much did it cost you? How much is it costing you? I don't regret the decision, and it's not a spoiler, but if you don't want to know anything about apartments and that, cover your ears, but even though it's not a spoiler. But I've got a sneaky feeling by little things that have been said in very early missions, so everybody will have played these missions. That's why it's not a spoiler. I've got a funny feeling that that apartment you might get in a different way. Maybe. I mean, um, it's going to be so in the that's game, isn't reading it? reading between the lines of what people have said. Yeah. It's, uh, that's kind of, you know, what I think. But then, so then we got into the game, didn't we? So let's share the story of mine was an absolute disaster. Let's put it this way. <laughs> I think, so yeah, I spent. I, I opened a, a up the game. Yeah. I, I sort of. Obviously, the first mission, again, we're not going to sort of spoil it, but the first mission's a bit of a edgy one in it you're straight thrown into yeah. a uh, it's an abandoned uh facility and there's enemies in there so immediately i'm on edge you know it's they're around every corner it's dark there's all sorts of stuff going on in there so i'm kind of i'm looking around but i'm looting loosely as we're going through it because i want to get in i want to mm -hmm. get done i want to get into the main story because this is almost like a tutorial mission whereas yes i was Within them first four hours that we played on the board, like 1am, I was already yes. well into New Atlantis. I'd looked around most of the city and you were still there looting Loot. up, weren't you? So you'd found yeah. all sorts of stuff, things that I'd miss, which immediately that started my head thinking of, I need to be more meticulous with all this because Slow I'm down. missing, yeah, I'm missing a lot of stuff here. Like I know, I know from previous with things like Skyrim and that, you've got to loot. You know, they, Bethesda, yes. are, you know, the kings of putting all sorts of stuff in their games, you know, hidden in all sorts of spots. But I was kind of eager, one, to get out of this pretty creepy building. And also, I want to get into, you know, I want to get into my ship. I want to get into the city and all this. So, so I'm settled, you, you know, I'm happy. Yeah, I'm yeah. done. I'm happy, I'm looting away, I I'm taking my time. I arrive at New Atlantis, and, you know, I during this hour that I've continued to loot and do everything, Ash has been giving, not spoilers, but he's been giving me a little taste, oh, you'll love this, oh, oh, wait till you see that. So I get into New Atlantis, and I'm the same. I, you know, eyes wide open as my ship's landing, thinking, oh, this is absolutely incredible. Oh my God! Look how it looks. Da 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 da. So, I then gets a little bit further. You come down the ramp from your ship. You turn left where it's telling you to go. You go up the other little ramp and you come outside the the UC security. 
at this point, I don't know what it was. It must have been a game I was playing previously. But my brain tells me I hold LT to run. So I hold LT to kind of run near this fountain. The next minute, me gun, I get my gun out. So at this point, I panic. And I think, oh, f- oh, like, this is what... I know that you get into trouble for doing bad stuff. For anybody that watched enough of the build-up to Starfield, it's like you will get into trouble for doing bad stuff in, in the cities. So I'm in absolute sheer panic at this point, And I'm going, oh, shit, shit, shit. And I was like, wow, what you done? What you done? I said, I pulled my bloody gun out. I said, I can't put it away. I don't know how to put my gun away. <laughs> so during this panic, I then, like an idiot, press every button that I can think of to try and get my, bu- my gun away. And I press um, RB. Forgetting that just before I got off my ship and I'd done all my looting, I equipped grenades. So I lob a grenade straight in the pathway outside the fountain, which kills about six people. They're all blown to smithereens in the air. There's all these people's dead bodies flying through air. And at this very time, there is about four UC guards just absolutely peppering me with bullets. I didn't want to shoot back. So I'm in absolute panic, running around New Atlantis screaming, running through cafes. By this point, everybody's <laughs> in the cafes screaming and running out of the cafes. So I'm running about in absolute panic, bending up and down, trying to hide behind a, a, you know, a billboard, <laughs> a, a tree, anything, to think, how in God's green earth do I get out of this? So by this point, I'm in the party <laughs> screaming. Ash is like, right, there's just outside that first cafe where that ramp is. I've had to pause it to get proper directions because I'm in absolute panic. And Ash tells me about the bounty removal. You're going to have, you'll have a bounty on your head now. You're going to have to remove it. I know where I've seen it. Go here and, and you can remove your bounty. Oh, lovely. Right, off I go. So I opens up this, you know, terminal to remove my bounty. My bounty is currently set at 46,300. Now, don't get me wrong, I looted and I looted well. But I looted about 4K. <laughs> this is 46K. So there's no way that that's the way out. So I return to New Atlantis from the terminal and continue screaming and running about. Then I had an incredible idea. Why don't you go into the UC security building? There's maybe something you can do in there. So I enter the UC security building. By this point, I'm on milliscule life because I'm being absolutely peppered by about 10 different security guards now. I go in the building and the shooting stops. So I have that couple of seconds relief where I think, maybe this is going to work. I approach <laughs> the guy at the counter inside the UC security, and I get ready to press A on him to talk to him, and he pulls out his gun, starts shooting him, as does the other four workers in there. So now I'm just being absolutely peppered inside this building. So I'm screaming at Ash, oh, fucking great idea, that one. <laughs> Comes back out, and I think to myself, right, maybe if I can reset, like get off the planet, give them all a little bit of time to cool down and, and realise it was a complete accident, and I don't want to kill anybody. Yeah, it was only an accident that you took to six planet. people's lives. You know, it's only yeah. an accident. <laughs> but, but that's all it was. So I get on my ship. I managed to get to my ship. Like, Well, no, I didn't. I died and respawned, and I was still getting peppered. But after a few attempts... This has gone on for about 20 minutes now of me screaming, panicking, just everything's going wrong. 
I get back on my ship. I manage to take off. At this point, again, it's that sigh of relief that, like, thank God I'm out of there. I exit the planet, and obviously, as you're probably all aware by now, ships circle New Atlantis that do the scanning and the security ships, and they just blow them at smithereens. There is absolutely <laughs> no way out of this situation that I've blown six people up with a grenade. There was absolutely no way, or not that I know, and I searched it online, everything. I, I even tweeted Bethesda. Genuinely, I tweeted Bethesda saying, please help. I've thrown a grenade by accident. Yeah, I can just, I can, I've blown folk up. I can just imagine not let it go. the people who work on the Bethesda support Reddit and thought, well, why did you throw a grenade then? <laughs> You've asked for it. You know, it's not accident. a glitch. I even explained I would just try to put my gun away. I would try to be right and I would try to put my gun away. That's all I was trying to achieve. I think and that I, was the I, thing, I wasn't it? I apologise to the six people I blew up and their families. <laughs> I do. I think that was the but thing. What? I think at the beginning... We were trying to sort of establish buttons. How do you stow your weapon? How do you, you know, how do you open this? How do you access that? And I think there was multiple things where we were like, we need to just get on an open planet where we can just get used to some of these buttons and that. Because yeah. like you, I hadn't tried stowing a weapon yet. You decided to try and do it and, you know, caused mass Absolute deaths and bloody carnage. Mayor, yeah. And this, by the way, was all going on at quarter to five in the morning after we've played, yeah, yeah. what, not far off four hours of game to the point I'm getting to a point I'm actually going to try and go to bed and get a couple more hours sleep before I get back up for work. And I've got you in me uh, screaming, panicking. <laughs> it think, just, it, it know, was just, oh. Honestly, do you know who I felt more sorry for? And it wasn't the six people I blew up, or their families, or even myself, but I have an 85-year-old woman living next door to me. <laughs> and I am sure I had a panicking and jumping out of bed because I was screaming that loud and shouting at the fact that, I, you know, I'm in a pickle that I can't get out of. So, yeah, four hours in, I had to restart the game that on the Friday evening. I, I also went to bed at, I think it was quarter past five, half past five, that morning, and and in all honesty, I was feeling very down about the whole situation when I went to bed at half past five because I was absolutely knackered, knowing I've just wasted that first four hours on yeah. Starfield. It was a shame. I mean, but it I was it was funny. It, it was, it was comical. It, uh, yeah, well, it, it wasn't to me at the time. No, but yeah, you look back, back at it, it now, was, and it was. It, it was funny because yeah, it was sheer funny. I mean, the thing I said was. On the serious side of it, it was it was we were lucky really that it was like three and a half four hours in. If this was yeah twenty two hours in, and you do oh. that, and you've only got three grand in your bank and you get a forty six thousand dollar or credit fine, I don't yeah. know whether even now, if I say I've got thirty thousand credits on me at the minute, if I get a fifty thousand credit fine, how do I get out of that? Am I still in that situation? like you were then yeah, yeah so it's like it definitely makes sense to be careful i know that fine or that bounty well, think... was probably excessive because of the damage you did you know yes yeah definitely and it, uh, you know and i'd like to say at this point like the one thing that i have been doing throughout starfield and i think well no i'm not but actually 
I'm not even, I was going to say that you're doing the same as me, but I, you're absolutely not. You're doing it when it suits you. But what I'm doing is I'm trying to be so nice. I mean, I've been so nice that the other day, and I, I mentioned I, I'm finding it quite easy to make credits. And, and there were people in trouble the other day, and, and they were broke, they were poor. Um, tramps, if you like, I'm not being discriminative. Um, <laughs> but I let them off. They offered me a, to pay me a fee, and I said, no, do you know what? You, you guys need it more than me. You guys use that money and try and set yourselves up and get yourself a bit of food. Because I were all right. I were a bit flush. I had 100K, so I would be nice. So <laughs> I do want to say that during this, I still never fired one bullet to those security guards during that time that I were being absolutely peppered and mauled and just, abused, I can almost say. Just sitting here now, can I, I've just thought... You could have potentially just gone back to the last autosave. No, I couldn't. For whatever reason, my all my autosaves, because I tried this, all my autosaves were done. Uh, there were three of them, and they were all the same. Right, okay. That thing, yeah. But I was going to say... Because I think, I think what it had done is I think it only saves it three or four times as an autosave. And it does it every time you're going in and out of a building. Yeah. So if I'd not if I'd not gone into that UC security building, thank you for your advice. Um, yeah, it was, I it probably was, would have had an auto save. It was a that, genuine um, offer of advice. I could have come back to. But so I tell you what. But while on that note about being nice, because obviously with Starfield you can be naughty, you can do the wrong things, you can be a bit of a criminal. Now you said to me, I'm. Yeah, I'm try yeah, I'm gonna play it right. I'm gonna be a good guy, I'm gonna do this. But why don't you tell people what sort of a good guy you are of what you did? I'm assuming you're on about the ship. I'm on about the ship. Okay, so th there's two parts to this story, basically. So <laughs> I I I think it was Saturday or whatever it was. So I'm in space and I get contacted by a ship that says come aboard. Because uh, I helped them with, I think I give them two ship, uh, what are they called, ship parts, whatever it is. So by giving them the parts to fix their ship, they offered me to dock and to go on board. So I go on board and I took the opportunity and shotgun them both and stole their ship, which isn't very nice. <laughs> Not very nice. It's now, a lot bloody worse than what I did. Man, we're that, that didn't go bad. That was fine. I stole the ship. I took it back to New Atlantis. I thought this could be a thing of I land and there's a big bounty on me here, but there wasn't. There was no problem whatsoever. I thought it looked like a really, really good ship, so I thought I'm in the money here, but it, it was no better than the one I had, so I sold it for seven grand or whatever it was. Now, when I went up into space a little bit later, a big ship was there. And it was just a couple of people. Again, you, you run into a lot of these, don't you? You know, we've broke down. Mm -hmm. Can we have this? Can we have that? We're looking for some iron, whatever. So I thought, this is a big ship. So I, I took a shot at it. And immediately, if you hit them, regardless of whether it's an enemy ship or a friendly or whatever, they turn on the offensive. So I, I followed this ship. And, I, you know, I was shooting it and shooting it and shooting it. And I was targeting its engines to try and dock again and take control. But at the end of it, when there was, you know, there was a slither of red left of life and it just, well, I couldn't take control of it. It wasn't killing the engine. So the final bullet blew it up. And in the background behind me, obviously I'm in first person looking out this ship window. I just heard, 
what have you done? Oh, my God, I can't... What have you... You know, and the, the four or five people on my ship, <laughs> all Constellation members, friendly, you know, my team... Sarah, who is one of the first people you meet, she comes with you on, like, your first couple of missions. She was like, I am done. I am leaving. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, the Constellation's going <laughs> to kick me out here. Like, I've messed this up. So I get out my seat. I go over to her, who's sitting at another seat, looking at one of the, like, you know, control panel things. And as I click A on her, she turns with this angry face, and she goes, I cannot believe what you just done. <laughs> So I then go through a stage of multiple attempts at persuading her to forgive me. I think we're all on good terms again now. Sam's another one of the guys, Sam, he's accompanied me to multiple missions. He's not attempted to assassinate me yet. Uh, I've managed to hire more people since, but I have learned that if it's friendly, for the most part, it's not really worth trying to steal from the ship, uh, the ship from them. However... I've, I can't figure out how... Obviously, you can do this, can't you? Because obviously I did do it with the initial ship that I stole. Mm-hmm. Now, you can't steal enemy ships because I've, I've, you know, I've disabled them multiple times. You can't interact with them. You can't dock on them as far as I've seen so far. So this big buzz about being able to dock ships and you know take them and everything like that, for the most part... I think it's going to have to be a friendly ship. Now, almost all ships are linked to either the UC or, you know, the, what's the free, the free, free star, free star. you know, they're all the linked. Family. Yeah. They're all linked to one of, you know, the planet's big organization. So it's like, I don't, I can't quite figure out how you're really well, going to be able right to steal now, many. I mean, I've met the free star collective cause they're over in Aquila city. Yeah. Um, but yet I haven't met anybody that is sort of any of the Varoons. So maybe because you're part of the Free Star Collective that their enemies are not friendly right now. But the point of that story that I want to say is that we, we both agreed that we were going to be good. And it was only about five minutes before you did that and took that friendly ship and shotgunned them both. That you were saying, yeah, yeah, no, I'm gonna, yeah, no, I'm gonna play it right. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna be a good guy, and I'm gonna be, you know, I don't want to be a criminal. And five minutes later, you shot two people to get your hands on a ship. So really, what you meant to say was, I will be good as long as it benefits me, and as long as I can't get caught. And yeah, I think, and I mean, it. to be fair to me as well, within a couple of minutes of actually doing it, I did say to you, I actually feel really, I actually feel really yeah. bad about this, like these two it, there was two blokes on this ship and they welcomed me aboard i'd fix their ship and it was you know like it was they were very thankful for what i'd done and yeah i shot the one guy and i do if... love the fact that the game can make you feel guilty though yeah because there are I'm, there are multiple I'm points on a mission at the moment where i'm really good friends with somebody i can't mention any names out in this because it would be a spoiler depending how far you've got on certain missions, but I am really good friends with somebody and getting quite close to them. Um, I wouldn't, I don't know on a personal level yet. I, I, I am decided we're flirting. We're having a bit of banter, but something happened in their storyline, which I knew about 
because of the backstory, because I always explore people. I always ask every question that is possible. And then I talk to them after main dialogue to see if there's any more interactions I can have. So I always learn everything there is to learn about anybody and everybody, every character I meet. Now, something happened, which were a great twist. It was a really good part of the story, in their story. But in order to get something done and to do a certain mission successfully, I have to keep a certain thing a secret. And each and every time I speak to this person again, that's there as part of the dialogue as to whether you want to break that secret or keep that secret. And every time I speak to that person, I feel guilty. But I feel like, I do feel like I am, I am protecting them by not telling them. But I still feel guilty about yeah. that I'm not, that I am hiding it. So I absolutely love that a game can do that. I've done something similar. Again, I'm not going to sort of mention any names or anything, but I've done a mission where in multiple stages you're bouncing between two different people and the two different people are sort of clashing themselves. And it's one of them where somebody's telling me one thing and then you go back to the other person and it's like you can either lie to protect that person or you can tell that person exactly what they've said, which then causes a problem the next time you go to the next, yeah. you know, and it's a constant battle of you can either defend the person. So I'll go over and hit this, the guy in it will say, you know, they've said this, they've said that, haven't they? And it's like, you can either say, yeah, they don't trust you or no, that, you know, they're doing this for the good. And you can, and as you're working your way down, like there was a point where it was like, I either say exactly what that person has done or it sounds like I'm going to end up getting myself in trouble. So I did. I said, yeah, they're, you know, they're doing this. And he was like, I knew it. But then, you know, as the mission progresses, you can, you can work it all out and it, it ends up all right. But yeah, there, yeah. Are, there, there are these missions where you will sit on the multiple choice options for a minute or two and think, yeah, yeah, do yeah. that, yeah. you know, and it's the same with like the persuasion system. I've seen a few reviews that have sort of said it's a bit overcomplicated in terms of, you know, there's a lot of things See, that can go wrong with it. I don't think it's bad at all. You know, green is like the more likely. You know, yellow's pushing your luck a I bit, and red is unlikely. Was... Yeah, I think it'd be rubbish if if you could persuade them constantly every yeah. single time. And you I know, don't I've think had that, some. That I'd have any benefit. I mean, I, I I'll give you a scenario that I had, and um, so again, I don't think I can name any names, um, but I got. Because um, what I was going to say, I wouldn't, I, I'm not going to encourage anybody to be a criminal, but sometimes it pays off. So I went to Sidonia on Mars, and I was that used to looting everything. I was picking everything up everywhere and anywhere that I could see. And I picked some, well, it was a, a deck of bloody cards, of all things, in Sidonia, and I got arrested. But it, that actually led to more missions. It actually yeah. led to a different opportunity within the game. Um, so had I n never have steal, stole something from Sidonia, I would have never prob ever come across that mission, I don't know. But like one, what you were just saying there with the persuasive one, so I am trying, to, I'm always nice, and, you know, I, I, I try and be all right with people, and I had to go persuade somebody to do something. But in this particular mission, they told me it was highly unlikely that this person would operate. So it gave me an optional task, to gather some evidence on them sneaking about. So I thought, well, I'm not going to use it, but I'll do it and get that evidence just in case I need it. 
Yeah. So I did. I gathered the evidence and I kept it on my person. I then went to speak to them uh, and I was trying to be right with them throughout. And I'm like, yeah, but look at, you know, think of it like this or no, think of it like that. And there were multiple areas of this dialogue that I went through. And then eventually it brings me to a, you know, after I've tried every question, every comeback answer, a, a chance to persuade. So I went to persuade this person um, to cooperate and failed. And then they got quite snappy and a lot bitchy. And, you know, they're kind of along the lines of, you know, middle finger up, fuck you. Like, I've told you the answer's no, and that's it now. Yeah. Get out, sort of thing. So I thought, oh, really? Oh, you want to play like this? So then I revealed that I've got this evidence. And all of a sudden, they're backing down saying, oh, look, I'll work with you. Yeah. So then I thought, well, no, I'm going to be a bit of a knob now. So I said, well, that's not good enough. Just working with me now is not good enough because of your attitude. I want more. And I ended up getting a, a particular weapon. And it is an unbelievably good weapon. So sometimes being a criminal or a bit, you know, a bit of an ass might pay off. And other times it won't. But again, I think that's one of the beautiful things about the game is you just don't know yeah. what's going to come out of it, you know. Yeah, I think, I, so, I just think, I mean, going off where before the early launch happened, we had the reviews come out, didn't we, like the day before. And yes, my two sort of immediate ones that I went to, I'm not actually, I'm not going to sort of say exactly, but you, you'll know if you've done any sort of digging, you'll know oh, who they are. Particular companies. Are yeah. They? Now I went to my sort of two go-tos that I've done over the years for quite a few reviews, movies and everything. I went to this one and Starfield was given a seven. Now in my head with the hype and everything, I was like, I'm expecting nines and tens across the board here. And I, I saw seven, and I saw some of the pros and cons, and I thought, I think we might have bigged ourselves up for something it's not. So I went to the next website, and it was a seven again. I thought, oh, my God. Like, you know, we've spent months and months waiting for this. So then when I looked on yes. Twitter and that, it was, you know, there was a nine and a half, nine and a half, nine, ten, 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 nine, ten, ten, nine. And I thought... These two particular ones overall have by one and a half to two points average knocked this game down significantly compared to anybody else across the board. And I've said it for years, it's clickbait. Yeah, and they I want mean, you to click why have you give it a seven and click? You know, we don't we don't take, you know, Xbox and console wars and that into equation, but a lot of people have sort of said there is this thing of, you know, because this game was originally potentially, a, you know, across all platforms before Xbox got their hands on Bethesda, there is a chance that there's almost like a tax on that rating of knocking it down a bit because of exclusivity. Yeah. Now, we don't, we don't take into, you know, we're not on board the we deserve this, they deserve that, any, any of that sort of rubbish. But the fact that whoever was reviewing it both of these major websites, you know, their their reviews feature on a lot of covers and everything, don't they? You know, they yep. are very influential. Yep. Those reviews are shite. They are utter, yeah. utter Bias. shite. There, there's no way 
this game, you know, and yes, I've seen reviews of people online, you know, the actual, the general public, you know, they've found the overall story a bit underwhelming and all this sort of thing. But like we've said, if you've rushed that game in three days, you've not yeah. took that game in properly. There's no way you've explored it properly. No, not you at can't. all. There's, There's over no, a thousand I mean, planets. Like we said, you're 30 hours in, I'm 40 hours in, and we, we haven't even scratched the surface. No, Eat, like, research and everything. Main missions. No, yeah. research and it's development. So... We are still at, like, the first two or three things you can unlock, and there's probably 40 or 50 on everything. It's the, the yes. depth of it. That's what we're enjoying. We've said, haven't we? I've said, I can see us being a 1,000 hours in and still not completing it because we're so... Yeah, tied up to multiple I different just, things. I think a lot of the things I've seen as well through social media and TikTok and things like that is it, it, the, one of the biggest complaints is the fact that you can't land on the planet yourself, which, yeah. yes, I would love that to be the case, like it were on No Man's Sky, um, and that you could get in your ship and fly across the planet itself um, and see where a, a lovely spot to land and that what. Yes, I agree. I, I would love to be able to do that. But how Bethesda have described what they've put in by the sake of saving the room on that, it, I'm okay with. It's not it's, something it's, that I'm absolutely distraught yeah. about or anything like that. But the one thing that really, really annoys me, and it is these people that have rushed the game and gone through it, is the, the amount of negatives that you see people out there that, like, oh, it's a loading screen to take off. It's a loading screen to get to the next system. Then it's a loading screen for the next system. And it's a loading screen to then land on a planet. No, it's not. So again, you've rushed the game and you haven't done it. If you use your navigation console inside your ship and you open the planet map and it could be five systems away, it doesn't matter how far in the galaxy it is away, it could be five grav jumps away. But if you've been on that planet before, you can instantly land on that yeah. planet with one loading screen. So again... You're giving it a negative, and you are marking it down on something that you don't know what you're talking about. So and that again, is this is this is me. yeah, this is what again through us just playing it because we've not really googled anything, have we? Really, at the minute, like we're no. we're just discovering no. it as we play. When we first started playing it, I picked up on the fact because we thought the same, didn't we? You have to go into the uh, start menu, into the planet, then you back yes. out, then. And I said, when I'm in space, if I look at the blue marker of where I need to go next, I can select the planet and go into it that way as well. So we discovered yes. that just through playing. And the same with your, uh, what what's it called? The uh, the desk thing. What were you called it? The now? navigation the, yeah, console. Yeah, the navigation console. So we're discovering stuff all the time of, oh, that's, you know, I didn't know you could. And it that it's through playing. Yeah. It's through yes. 30 and 40 hours of gameplay already that we're finding more and more things. The other night, I set up the first outpost because originally it wasn't letting you set one up, was it, when you first tried? No. But I went and found no. a planet. I set up an outpost, and then I was like, oh, you know, we can jump in. I couldn't figure out how to do this. I couldn't figure out to do that. Last night, you couldn't delete your initial outpost. And I was like, no, yep. you, you know, if you go into this, back out of that, hold X, and it will delete your outpost. And it's all through playing, there's no way yeah. someone who's put 11 hours in just to literally get through the main mission and finish it and sit there and say, oh, the depth of this, the depth of that, this was brilliant, that was brilliant, you know, oh, I think the game's rubbish because of it. You've not played the full game. 
No. So the reviews... This is, this is never a game that were intended to be rushed through in 20 no, hours. not at all. And Skyrim and that never has been. None of the Elder Scrolls, no. none of the fallouts. So why people... I know, you know, our Bethesda couldn't have sent out these copies to be reviewed four months ago because the game wasn't ready. But, you, you know, two weeks, which is what they were given, I think it was about two weeks, to review the game, mm-hmm. is still not enough to give a definitive... Even, no, you know, I even a 10. So. This is it's... this is why we at Press Start will never do our reviews after two hours of gameplay. No. Because we don't believe that that is the way to review a game. No, not because at all. Because you're not getting the insides and the outsides of it. Yes, there is some negatives in Starfield that, you know, I think, like, like I said, the whole planet, that would probably be the only one for me. For people who, who say that the storyline has been dull, like I said, maybe maybe the main storyline, if, if they're basing it on the constellation main story, if that's what they're classing as the main story is dull, then I don't know because I've, I, I, I have literally done one mission for constellation. Yeah, I think I'm like about I three said, down. I am doing completely different directions, and I've had a massive twist in one story that was a moment for me. So yeah. I, I don't see how you can say that it's not a good story because even if you don't enjoy the main story, like even the side stories are massive. They they're not just a quick one mission side mission. These go on and on and on for hours. Yeah. I mean, I've been doing one story that I think so far I'm four missions in, and and I would say it took me about ten hours. Yeah. In total of gameplay, so you know I'm not buying that, and I, I no way. Um, and like you said, I think people are not discovering things that are a possibility because. They're just not looking. They're just not playing it properly. No. Um, there's just so you know, much and I mean, when you, One beyond. thing we haven't mentioned is the shipbuilding. The yeah. Depth, I mean, you can have 100 floors. No, 50. Sort of 50 floors, isn't it? 25, top 25, bottom. So 50, you can have up to 50 floors the size of your ship and the things it does. And I love the way that everything interconnects, that it's all based on your reactor class, that your weapons and that have got to match up and... Oh, you put that much weight on it, you need to add more thrusters because it won't get off the ground. It is just the way that everything pairs up with one another. Yeah. I just think the thought process by Bethesda, and I've got to give Bethesda credit where credit's due because we slag people off so many times when they launch a game that's dodgy. They have absolutely nailed it. Yeah. It was a brilliant launch. It, 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 I've not had any glitches. Oh, sorry, no, I've had one. I got out of my seat once in my spaceship and um, Sarah was asleep on the bed, but it had kind of brought her horizontally, so she was kind of half hanging off the bed. That's the only thing I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, I've had a couple of little things. When I, one of my outposts that I built, when I sort of got too close to it on the outside, it kind of overshadowed the world I was in. It, I just, it was, right. if you got too close, but then as soon as you back away from it, it goes fine again. And since deleting that one and moving to a different planet, it's been fine. You know, there's, there's, right. there's been very little in overall say, books. It is minute, isn't it? Yeah. It's nothing that affects your game, does it? No. Really. And I, I just um, think, you know, if we sort of bring this to a close in a way, because, you know, we could literally make this a six-hour podcast. Oh, but Easily. At this point, which, like we've said, this is basically our, you know, early impressions podcast of it. 
you know, we'll, we'll potentially do another one of these in a few weeks' time where we, we give our overall, you know, review yep. of it. But overall impressions, it's it's heading towards a 10 for me. Maybe a 9.5, maybe a 9.8. Mm. You know, there is, yep. there, you know, there are things like we've said, the ships, if we had the full freedom to just literally get in your ship and move, and kilometers down and land again without having to, you know, leave and come back and all that sort of thing. Yeah, that yeah. would be good. I think. The, the, yeah, the def- and, and I mean, our review will come. I, th- I think. I think for the first time ever, I think we should collaborate on this. Potentially, review. yeah, because we're so um, into because it. Because it's going to be so big, yeah, and, and and I think it'd be harsh to take that opportunity away from either or. But before we do wrap it up, I would. I've got a couple of tips that I'd like to give, and I don't know if you've got any, um, that for anybody experiencing this and still quite early on. Um, so one of mine would be Digipix. Wherever you go, whatever city you're in, whatever ship you're at, whatever star station you're at, buy Digipix. Because most people only have about four in stock and you will run out of them yeah. fast. Um, so, yeah, when you're out there, out and about, and you are exploring and looting, um you know get them so just to just to reiterate digipics are basically pick locks or lock picks i should say yes Um, yeah so buy them wherever you go that would be my advice because you find things you know safes doors loads of different things that uses digipics so i would always say but whenever you're at a shop buy them uh and just buy as many as you can um because you will run out um, I would also say, like, with the ships, if, if you're going to upgrade your ship or you want it cargo, uh, and when you are looting, I've now got... So I looted everything, didn't I, from the very yeah. beginning, which I don't, I don't do anymore. The things I normally kind of base it on, if they're worth 200, 250, if that's the value above 2, 250, I, would, I will gather. Now, a lot of people, again, are really moaning about this value system. But if you've played Bethesda games before, you will already know if something is valued at 250, that means that's what you buy it at. It's not what you sell it at. Yeah. Um, but one thing I love about the game um, is like display shelves and shelves and things like that actually have storage space. Yeah. So you can transfer things onto them. So all these decorative things that you get like um, Planet Earth in like a you know, what do they call it? Like a globe that you, a globe that you can get in real life, like an ornament. Yeah, if you pick globe. one of them up, you can actually put it on your shelf and it and it will display it like it, you've put it on your shelf. So keep on of things like that. Um, pick up all your weapons. Easy way to make money. Pick up all the weapons um, because even if you've got four or five of them, sell them. And of course, you can upgrade them. Um, so yeah, I would definitely do that. Um, have you got any? I'm trying to think of a, um, a massive something one. Something that I've ran into since we've been getting into the outposts, which is something that we didn't really bother with previously. Obviously, minerals and construction stuff you find everywhere. You can obviously mine your different minerals, your aluminiums, your irons, and all copper and that. But something that we ran into yesterday, which I've found some that I brought, but something that crops up a lot in your uh, your building of your outpost is something called structural, which is an item which you need yes. more so for your your decorative stuff. So you know whether you want to put tables, TVs, uh, posters, 
but also they also roll into your things like your storage containers so obviously in your outpost you can have as many large chests that can hold like 150 mass each but they all require this structural which you can buy i brought i think it was 28 of them from on mars you go to a place called sidonia we've not really mentioned that but that's another that's like a kind of underground settlement they've got that's a, where i got arrested yeah so they've got the uc just to your left as you go down the main staircases it's called some like the uc shop or outlet or something like that you can buy the structurals from there they're only something like seven credits each but you get structural from plants and trees and and like uh aliens and animal things you know the things that you kill not human but yes not all animals but just some so that is yeah. something that will come in very very handy when it comes to things like your outpost because structural is and you don't need just one for every item you might need six to build a chest so they are quite a big item to keep for future reference for that um, yeah, certainly agree because with the outposts as well i know there are sort of supply missions later on i've not come across any yet but i've seen it online so where you are supplying people with said resources yeah um and you've got to build like an interlinking system so that they can be transferred and stuff so things like that you are going to need a really vast amount of further down the line definitely yeah, I think I can't think of anything like any other major so, well, tips. Well, I've I've got two more. I've finally remembered mine. So mine is the first, the other one is to do with the people. For everybody that you meet, whether they are part of a main quest, a side quest, or just general somebody that you can have a proper chat with, because obviously a lot of people, when you press on them, don't they? They just give you a sentence. But if it's somebody that you can have an in-depth conversation with, that there is proper dialogue for you to choose from and especially if it's a companion or somebody a part of a mission ask them every single question possible because you learn stuff about them and i know that you know it, it can unlock a mission that will actually go into your mission board and give you new missions but also if you read between the lines and they mention a certain place but it doesn't bring it up as a mission uh, and you visit Z place there is things there for you that are important that you will miss if you don't kind of use your own intuition off the back of those conversations. So talk to them. After you've had the main dialogue, press on them again. Just keep checking in with them. See if there's any new questions, any new dialogue, because you will get so many more missions and opportunities to get decent weapons and ships and things like that if you do that with people. And my other one is computer terminals. They're a bit of a ball ache when some of them that you access and they've got like, I don't know, seven files that look like they're just full of text. Read them. Yeah. Read them properly because there can be hidden clues in there. I will give one example that is not a spoiler, but if you don't want to hear it, cover your ears now. But I know there is a ship out there somewhere. I haven't come across it. There is a casino ship. Yeah. And um, somebody accessed a terminal and it mentions winning lottery numbers. And as a, it gives you these five numbers, and as a rule, you just click off it, and you're like, all right, that meant absolutely nothing. But there is a hidden terminal through um, a heavy lockpick within that ship, that, and there is a machine behind that lockpick that then asks you for those winning numbers. And if you know them numbers, because you've read them off that terminal, 
you get some heavy amount of credits. So, yes, some of the computer terminals are absolute gobbledygook and probably mean absolutely nothing, but there is hidden opportunities in there. So, really, you know, access the computer terminals and read it. Because even if it doesn't mean anything to you right now, maybe further down the line when you see something, it might trigger a memory to think, oh, I know where that war and I know what I read, so I just need to find it again. Or you might, if you've got a really good memory, you might remember what it said. But they will come yeah. in handy, I promise that you. That terminal's so where really I unlocked, you know, that big loot container at that space station or the, yes. the where he said it looks like there'll be some good loot in there. It was through a terminal that I had to click on a terminal and open a file and, open, and yes. that opened access to all rooms. So that's how I got in there. So, so that's worth don't doing. Don't slide definitely. by the terminals. Definitely not. Don't slide by them. Use them all. Read everything in there. The same with the notes that you pick up, um, the little recordings and things like that. Listen to them. Read them. There is hidden opportunities in there. That is one thing. And, and the only way I can think to sort of reiterate how important this is in a, in a Bethesda game that Skyrim how long's that how long Skyrim been out now? Oh god. Sixteen years? Something no, like that. I wouldn't maybe say more? I wouldn't say sixteen. Um, I think it's less? No, I'd say Skyrim's about ten years, I'd say. So maybe ten years on twelve well, years. Ten years on and for the first time ever, I think it were about two weeks ago somebody discovered an Easter egg. He's the first person to do so. Yeah. Um and you know that's that came from Bethesda directly. It took ten years for somebody to find that. So that's how well Bethesda hide things within dialogue or within opportunities. So don't skim over stuff. Proper read between the lines and investigate yeah. everything. Right. So And that's it for my top tips. I think I think we're pretty much there for now. Uh I think we've yeah, we've covered the general sort of experiences so far of what we've seen. Um we, like I say, obviously this week was sort of bypassed. There's not been a great deal more news besides Starfield for the last week anyway. There's no. been little little bits no, that have come not. in and come and gone. But next week, we're going to return back to our normal Friday news weekly updates. Yeah. Um, and if you do want the update, just visit press-start.uk. You can read, you know, the very few articles that have yes. been out on there. Um with regards to obviously potentially a follow-up Starfield podcast, there could be another one in a couple of weeks. It might not be the Friday episode. We might just do, you know, a special one-off midweek or over a weekend or something. Uh, because obviously, depending on the news, we don't want to fill a news-heavy week. We could week. pre-record one for when I go on holiday. Yeah, like yeah, that could be. Time. You've got a few weeks to go with that, and yeah, so yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll come back to Starfield in depth again. A little bit later on when we feel like we've both sort of potentially finished the main campaign as well as a few other bits um let us know what you think obviously we've had a week with it now some of you will have only had it 48 hours not even 48 hours yet um let us know your first thoughts um obviously i know some of you will potentially have not listened to this episode because there's spoilers in it um, but if you have listened to it and you know you've you've run into any issues, you've found any funny moments or you know really lucrative looting spots or moments that you've found, please let us know on our social media. Uh, we'd you know we'd love to shout out some of you guys of what you think uh, in the coming episodes yeah. coming up. Um, I just hope people have enjoyed it as much as we had. Oh, we've had an absolute ball, yeah. haven't we? Uh, like I say, a couple of the negatives that have come out of the reviews 
I I don't relate to them barely at all. No. You know, it's no, I don't. But the one or two little little bits that we'd sort of say could be fixed, not fixed, but you know, could be better. The the positives and the overall experience far outweighs it, and yeah, we yes. we're well happy with it so far. So. Yeah, thank and you. And I'm interested to see what Bethesda do going forward with it. Yeah, you know, there's every chance there's going to be DLC as well at some point, which could quadruple the time, which I don't think we'll ever get off it. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, thank you for tuning in uh, and thank you for sticking around if you've listened all the way to the end. Uh, we will be back again next Friday with the usual news, weekly news updates. Um, thank you for listening. Be sure to follow us, be sure to like, be sure to get involved. And we will see you next Friday with the next episode. Thank you.